bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Seven Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's new National Financial Regulatory Administration held its opening ceremony today, and Tencent posts sound revenue growth in the first quarter. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's National Financial Regulatory Administration (NFRA) was inaugurated on Thursday in Beijing, taking the place of the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission after five years in operation. An important step for China's new round of institutional reform in the fields of financial supervision. Vice Premier He Lifeng, Central Bank Governor Yi Gang, China Securities Regulatory Commission Chairman Yi Huiman, and the Party Chief of the New Financial Regulator Li Yunzhe attended the opening ceremony. We will do our utmost to tackle three major tasks: serving the real economy, managing financial risk, and deepening financial reform. Li said at the body's inauguration ceremony. He added that the NFRA would be resolute in its duty to avoid systemic risks. The official website of the administration was also launched this morning. The NFRA is a new government body under the State Council, tasked with consolidating supervision over China's 400 trillion yuan banking and insurance industry. It'll replace the CBIRC and absorb some supervisory functions from the central bank and the securities regulator. Li, the new top financial regulatory official, is a banking veteran who held key positions in state-owned banks for 20 odd years before moving into politics in 2018 as vice governor of Sichuan Province. Previously, the 52-year-old worked at China Construction Bank for more than two decades before moving to Industrial and Commercial Bank of China as vice president in July 2016. Li said at the ceremony that the government will comprehensively strengthen financial organizations' institutional supervision, behavioral supervision, and functional supervision, providing strong support and strong guarantee for building a new development pattern and promoting the country's high-quality development. In accordance with the law, the NFRA will bring all types of financial activities under supervision and strive to eliminate regulatory gaps and blind spots, actively creating a good financial legal environment and safeguarding the legitimate rights and interests of the people in a bid to ensure the country's financial security. Li noted. Moving on to some regional highlights. Shanghai has issued 20-day measures to promote small and medium enterprises, innovative, transitional, and integrated development through financial empowerment, bailout support, and targeted services. Shanghai will distribute artificial intelligence coupons to SMEs renting local intelligence computing facilities. This year, the Chinese eastern city plans to cultivate at least 300 small and medium data companies, supporting 250,000 SMEs who use online platforms and cloud services, and promotes the use of online meeting platforms, industrial software, and other digital solutions and products among small and medium companies. 
The 7th World Intelligence Conference kicked off in Tianjin on Thursday with a theme of Intelligence Extensive Development Space Sustainable Growth Driver. The four-day event focuses on empowering economic and social development with smart technologies and building a global platform for exchange, cooperation, win-win outcomes and sharing in the field of intelligence technology. Covering an exhibition area of 120,000 square meters, the Intelligence Technology Exhibition set up 10 theme exhibition areas, including information technology application innovation, AI and 5G industrial internet, and two smart experience areas focusing on the likes of 5G and smart cars. Next on industry and company news. China will double down on efforts to stabilize and expand investment in the manufacturing sector, according to Meng Wei, spokesperson for the National Development and Reform Commission at a press conference on Wednesday. These efforts will include making use of central investment, local government special bonds and structural monetary policy to increase investment in medium and long-term loans for the manufacturing sector, expand investment in industrial and technological transformation, and promote equipment upgrading and technology transformations in manufacturing enterprises. Xiaodu Technology on Wednesday launched its education-oriented AI-powered mobile phone for teenagers as the AI arm of the Chinese internet giant Baidu extends its footprint in the education hardware sector. Called Xiaodu Qinghe, the cell phone is equipped with a large language learning model that acts as an image-based exercise solver, a tutor of essay writing in Chinese and English, and a conversational partner. It also comes installed with free learning resources. Pre-sales will start on e-commerce platform JD.com from May 22. Chinese tea house chain Haiti and Italian luxury fashion house Fendi's new healthy fruit tea is already out of stock in some cities after debuting across the country yesterday. Selling for 19 yuan a cup, the passion fruit, orange and mango flavored tea was sold out in many stores in downtown Shanghai. Haiti's WeChat mini program showed yesterday. German luxury car maker BMW will begin the production of next-generation battery electric vehicles and power batteries in Shenyang, Liaoning Province, where its Chinese joint venture BMW Brilliance is based in 2026. BMW will invest 10 billion yuan to build a sixth-generation power battery plant of 240,000 square meters, five times bigger than its existing one, BMW Brilliance's director Nord Kovac said, according to the statement the German firm released today. Earnings Reports Express Chinese internet heavyweight Tencent Holdings saw its net profit for the first quarter jump by 10% to 25.8 billion yuan, driven by a rebound in China's domestic consumption. Revenue rose a faster than expected 11% to almost 150 billion yuan for the three months ended March. Tencent said on Wednesday its online advertising grew by 17% year-on-year period, driven by the addition of video accounts as a new advertising revenue stream, growth in advertising activities with WeChat mini programs, and a recovery of the mobile ads network. Tencent's two-business segment was the company's main growth engine, as revenue from fintech and enterprise services climbed 14% to 48.7 billion yuan in the period, accounting for over 30% of the total for the eighth consecutive quarter. 
Also, the firm's gaming business returned to growth in the first quarter. Revenue from the domestic and international gaming businesses rose 6% and 25% to 35.1 billion yuan and 13.2 billion yuan respectively in the first quarter from the same period last year. Meanwhile, Tencent Music Entertainment Group, China's biggest online music platform operator, reported an 89% surge in first quarter net profit at 1.16 billion yuan, its financial report showed. Revenue rose 5.4% to 7 billion yuan. Income from online music services jumped 30% to 2.6 billion yuan as the number of paying users of its online music services jumped 17.7% to 94.4 million in the period, it noted. The average monthly income per paying user rose 10.8% to 9.2 yuan. However, the firm witnessed a loss in the number of its monthly active users for its sixth consecutive quarter, falling 6.9% to $592 million. Switching gears to financial news, China's fiscal revenue from January to April increased by 11.9% compared to the same period last year, reaching 8.32 trillion yuan, according to official data. Fiscal expenditure during the fourth-month period rose by 6.8%, reaching 8.64 trillion yuan, the Minister of Finance announced in a statement on Thursday. In April alone, fiscal revenue jumped approximately 70% year-on-year to reach 2.08 trillion yuan, mainly due to a massive tax rebate and reduction last April, as well as the recovery of economic growth. Wrapping up with a quick look to stock market, Chinese stocks ended mixed on Thursday with a benchmark Shanghai Composite gaining 0.4% while the Shenzhen component slid 0.1%. Hong Kong stocks closed with heavy gains as the Hang Seng Index climbed 0.9% and the Tech Index added 1.2%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.